Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. I want to talk about downsizing. One of the biggest news stories of the last few years has been the constant and steadily worsening housing crisis, and rightly so, and it's going to get even worse, believe me, with our population growing very, very quickly. And family homes in Ireland are constantly in demand as the supply falls short of what is needed amid the ongoing crisis. Particularly in urban areas, finding a decent-sized property for a large family with a reasonable budget can seem like a never-ending task. And one way of coping with the housing crisis that gets brought up every few years with no developments is... The idea of the empty nesters, the retirees, downsizing to a house that fits their current needs instead of having a huge family house with a load of empty bedrooms and only a portion of it actually being used. Now, last June, Taoiseach Michal Martin said the government was considering plans to incentivise elderly people living in large homes to move to smaller ones through a mix of tax incentives and grants. And a report on housing options for the ageing population published in 2020 found that people wanted to age in place, in other words, in their home. And if uh, that, uh, and that, if more age-appropriate housing was available within their existing community, they would be more inclined to right-size rather than use the word downsizing. But when it comes to downsizing, one of the issues that seems to constantly come up is an issue is that the lack of smaller accommodation in some areas is just not available. While a lot of people would say uh, they would like to downsize, they aren't willing to move out of their area they've lived in for many, many years and been part of that community. And I suppose they can't be blamed for that. In the UK, they thought they would solve the problem by charging a bedroom tax. In other words, if you had a large house and you were a widower or a widow, or maybe you were just a couple who were elderly and living your own in a four-bedroom house, they would charge you a tax for every vacant room you had in the house. And they thought that would encourage people to downsize. It did to some degree. They could only introduce it into council housing, of course, not into private housing. But it worked to some degree. So maybe we should do the same thing here. People suggested it in the past. I know some of the ministers have talked about it, but it has been knocked on the head every time. But do you think there should be an incentive for elderly people to downsize in order to combat the housing crisis? Nothing worse than seeing a family of four or a family of six, or say, you know, two adults, four kids in a small two bed, you know, I don't know, tenement house where and then you might see a couple who were in their 70s and all their kids have moved out, gone on, had their families and they're living in a five bedroom house somewhere. That, that just doesn't make any sense. Now, particularly, by the way, if it's council housing. If it's private housing, it's a little bit more difficult to deal with because it's their property, you can't really boot them out. But when it comes to council housing, should the government step in and say, listen, that house is too big for you. You need to downsize. We're going to put you in a two-bed house. There's a family, they're in, they're four kids. Let's move them into that one. Is that what the council should be doing constantly? But they don't. They just leave it as is. The number is 87 Is it unfair to expect elderly people to move out of their homes? That they might have been there for 30 years. Is that unfair to expect them to move out? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. It's a simple question. Is it unfair to expect them to move after they've lived there most of their lives? We are primarily talking about council housing, which makes up a lot of the housing in this country, by the way. Uh, Agnes, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Agnes? Hi, Niall. How are things? Good. Now, you're in Galway. And you're, I am indeed. Yeah, you're renting 15 years, but you're looking to downsize. 
Yeah, I'm in a private rented house 15 years while I'm waiting on the housing list and I've been trying to downsize in a, into a smaller private rented house to save money and just, you know, because I don't need the space. Yeah. And there's literally nothing available and I've looked, I've, I've, I've gone as far as the county borders will allow because I'm obviously restricted. I have to stay within my county to get my, my housing payment and there's literally nothing available. And um, So how, what, so what sort of house are you getting? A three-bed house or something? I'm in a four-bed house. Yeah, I would have moved into the house when I was in a relationship and I had one child expecting to have more kids. But now I'm in a situation where I'm a single parent on disability with only one child, not having any more. And in a four-bed house? In a four-bed house, which I don't want to be in. And I just I would love to move on, but there's nowhere to go. Yeah, because you're paying, obviously, to heat that house. You know, I mean, so it's, it's a little bit more expensive than heating, say, a two-bedroom apartment or something like that. So exactly. What, so what are you looking for, ideally? You're looking for a smaller house or an apartment. What would do you? Um, ideally, a house because um, I have we have two dogs but I'm just a two bed house a two bed house with a tiny little bit of a yard or garden it doesn't have to be big at all in an estate or whatever nothing nothing fancy at all just a two bed mm-hmm. you know two bed that's all I'm looking for simple, and, it, and nothing, there's nothing at all in your area in Galway no nothing I well, nothing, nothing within the nothing within the hap. Um, oh, with it, with with the hap limits. Like I've looked, and even the people from the council have looked on my behalf, and they can't because once there's the ones available, but once you say to them you're on hap, good luck. The phone goes. But here's he, the sad thing about this, Agnes. Right? There's another family listening today who'll be a mum and a dad, maybe with say four children living in a three bedroom house, which is yes. too small for them, and they're listening to you going saying, "Why can't we have Agnes's house and she Absolutely, can have this I one?" I totally agree. Yeah, you know what I mean. But, Absolutely. Well, so I don't know why we don't join the dots and incentivize people to do exactly what you willingly want to do. By the way, voluntarily, what you yeah. want to do, we don't. We don't incentivize people to do but that. The ironic thing is, Niall, is um, in the town that I'm living in. I won't mention where. Um, there's actually just after there's thirty, forty council houses being coming on board in the next couple of months. And um, they're all three, four and five bed houses. But because I'm only entitled to an only one to two bed, I've been told I could be waiting anything up to another 10, 20 years because basically they don't build two bed council houses. And even the builders, even the private private sector, they don't build two bed houses because no, there's because no money in it for them. No, there's no money no in it and there's no demand for them either. No, there isn't. Yeah. No. So because because I want a smaller house, you know, I mean, it's good luck. You know what I mean? So you're stuck blocking a house that has four bedrooms that somebody else could be using. Exactly. Exactly. You know, with, yeah. a, with a yeah. larger family. And then I said to them, I said, I'm on the county house. And I said, Can I, what if I found some place in the city? And they said, no, because if, you, if I move to the city, I'll go back to the bottom of the housing list again. And I've been on it for 15 years. So I'll be back to, back to the start again. Actually, they're probably thinking can't, Agnes, can't, Agnes can't is going to extend her family. She's probably thinking you're going to extend your family at some point in your life. <laughs> no, no, that's why I have, that's why I have the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you said a few years ago, okay, dogs, children, dogs, children, dogs, dogs. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that, that my, my, my two dogs are my children. Even my child, no, my two dogs are my children. That's it. That's me done. So you have three children. You have the child and the two dogs. You have three children. Basically, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah, yeah. Okay, and what incentives do you, do you think it's wrong to incentivize people to move? out. Now you can incentivize people in two ways, by giving them money or punishing them, right? Uh, in the UK, of course, they brought in a bedroom tax, which yeah. meant that if you had say a widower or a widow living in a, say, a three-bed council house, you know, yes. you charge them a tax for staying there because there's two two or three free rooms. Yes, yes. And that encouraged them then to move to something smaller. But the problem we seem to have in Ireland is there is nowhere smaller for people to move to. Yeah, no, I don't agree with punish people in private rented houses, but I think if they encouraged it, it would be better. But Likewise, as you said, if people are in council houses and they're, they're not went down, so then I would punish them. Do you know what I mean? I, I mm. think if the council house is different, I would go with the bedroom tax. I would agree with that myself. Okay, you, you, would, you wouldn't go down the incentive private, route. The incentive yeah. is giving them money to move. Um, you well, know. So they're giving them money. 
you're giving them help because I'm sure a lot of elderly people, it's grand saying move to a small house, but if there's, if there's no community nurses or, 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 or carers in the area to help them, it's grand moving them if there's, the, if there's doctors, if there's doctor places there and there's the nurses to come and visit them and, and, and it facilitate all their needs and there may be, you know, if there's a bus route to bring them to, you know, the local coffee club on a Friday or whatever. But if there's none of that where they're, you know, where they want them to move to, that's not really fair and it's up to the government to provide that, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and absolutely. But, but what I'm thinking of is, you know, Mary, who's been living in her local housing estate for the last 40 years, her kids have yeah. grown up and moved out. She's still there in the three-bed house. It's hard to say to her, you need to get out of the area because unfortunately there might not be a small house in that area. You might have to move a couple of miles away because all her friends are there. Her family, you know, people it she is, knows again, are I think, there. I think if the, if the government were like England, I, I, as far as I know from England, in a place like that, you know, they will build a smaller one and two bed units maybe you know like granny flats granny flats yeah basically yeah. in those areas where the people can move so they're still within the area so they're still in the community but it helps them and it helps the other people the younger people on the list yeah and they do it I've seen it's it a win win it's a win win situation yeah I'm up the north all the time and they do it up the north like you'll have a housing yeah. estate and beside the housing estate you'll always have the you know the, the granny flats as they call them yeah, or the little area they seem to have a thing in Ireland they built houses for young people or they built houses for why don't they integrate the two yeah because oh, because we are sense. we're living longer. This is the thing, yeah. Agnes. You know, we're living till we're eighty five. I mean, it was only yesterday. Statistically, the the stats came out yesterday. Irish people, um, we seem to be the healthiest in Europe because we're living longer than any other European country. Seems to be, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. we're living a little bit longer. So maybe we should be provided with somewhere to live as we get older, as well as when you're younger. I just think of the housing in the housing and the community were integrated a lot more. It would just it would benefit it would benefit the young people, old people, and just community at large. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay, so. Well, then we, we've got a few suggestions. So if we did start building the granny flats, right, and yeah. we started it, that's where we should be pumping a little bit of money into that I as well. I think so, yeah. Okay. Well, then do you think then uh, the likes of a bedroom tax, once we have the availability and pe- if people don't want, because a lot of there's going to be resistance to moving. So do you think the likes of a bedroom tax or some sort of incentive like that is a better thing to do to encourage people, listen, you need to give up that bloody house and move into one of those smaller apartments. In, in, the, in the council or the public-owned houses, yes, yes, not in the private, but yes. And it, but it, but well, yes, you, you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't yeah. be able to do it in the private one, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. But just, definitely, yeah, I do actually, I do think it should, it's a good idea, yeah. All right, okay, Agnes, thanks. And good luck, by the way, in your house hunting. I hope you're you, fine somewhere, you I'm and the dogs and the, the child. So, I'm sitting here in the salt hill pram looking out of the water. I said, I said, I heard you talk about salt hill earlier. Oh, okay. I, I know Damien is up there a little bit later on. Damien Farrelly, of course, broadcasting from Galway a little bit later on. But, uh, and the weather, I hope, is nice today looking out of the prom, is it? It's absolutely fabulous. It's about 16, 17 degrees here at the moment. It's sweltering. Lovely. Will you have put your sun cream on you now, Agnes, won't you? I will. Thanks a million. Have a lovely weekend. You too. Have a lovely Easter weekend. It's not Easter. What am I saying? Have a lovely bank holiday weekend. <laughs> Easter was two weeks ago. Isn't it great that we got two bank holidays so close to each other? Yeah, another day off on Monday. Okay, I want to know how we downsize people. How do we get people like Agnes? Now, Agnes is voluntarily doing it. She wants to do it. Unfortunately, the council are just not assisting her, in, you know, and helping her to do that. So she's now currently living in a four-bed house with one child. What? She's a single parent in a four-bed house with one child. She has to pay to heat that house. You know, there's probably lights being put on left, right and centre too by the kid as well. So she's in a house that's way too big for her. Way too big for her. She's happy to move to a small two-bed house. Happy to move somewhere else and make that available for a bigger family. And there's so much of this happening. I knew a guy who only lived across the Keys here, okay, in um, East Wall. Uh, not in East Wall, Rings End, should I say, Rings End. And for years his family lived in a three-storey house. I think it was a four-bed house, three-storey house, beautiful houses. And then his mother and father died. His brothers and sisters all moved out. And he was there on his own for years. He was there on his own. 
in this house. In a four-bed house, he was in his 20s. He was on his own, having the life of Riley, a council house, because he was still part of the family who owns the house. The point is, the council need to step in and say to people as they get older, listen, you know, this is too big for you now. But Agnes has a point. You can't do that till you provide them with something else. You can't say, you know, if you're living in Finglas, this is too big for you now, missus. We're going to move you over to Tala to a smaller house. We can't do that. That's not fair to people. Or, or is it? Some people would say it's okay to do that. I wouldn't think so. Uh, the number's 087-188-0008. How do we encourage older people in particular, because it is older people in particular that are in larger houses that they don't need. How do we encourage them to downsize? Let me know what you think. The number's 087-188-0008. Would it be fair to tax them to encourage them to move? Let me go to Morris. Morris, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Morris? Noel, how are you doing? Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Now, Morris, it is a big problem across the country. Carl Dieter was on the air about, uh, about a year ago telling us yeah. about this problem, that we have so many people mismatched. Uh, you know, you've got families, uh, you know, with four kids living in a two-bed house. Meanwhile, you have Mary and Tom on their own in a four-bed house in a different yeah. part of the country. And and it's just a mess, you know, when it comes to council housing in particular. Yeah. It's a mess. It's not organised, and I was telling Ruth there after I texted him, I know a lady, and she's a little bit older than me. She went to school with my older brothers and sisters, and she gave back a four-bedroom housewife, and she got a two-bedroom apartment, say, in a, in a block not far from where she lived, and it has a warden on it to look after them. Now, this woman is in her 70s, so she's fairly fit and active. So she rambled back up around to see the four-bedroom house that she gave back. And do you know what they were doing? They ripped out a kitchen she put in two years previously for about six grand. And she went in and says, what are you doing that? We have to put the house back to the way it was when you got it. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. She could have took the kitchen out, Noel, and sold it. I've seen, you know this, I mean? I've seen this happening so many times. Yeah. There are houses that are perfectly fine. There's a exactly. certain regulation or standard. There you go. And, and yeah. they, they go in and they rip out everything and spend a yeah. fortune. Instead of just fixing up what's and in there. Like, she'd reared her four kids there and she gave back a four-bedroom house and she was happy about well, when she got a few bobs, she said, I should all upgrade my kitchen and make it nice. That's how any family would do. And they ripped it over, smashed it to bits. It couldn't even... Like she said, I could have got one of my brothers to take it out and do it. And give it but to somebody else, yeah. Exactly, or sell it. Somebody had put it into a home rather than destroy it. Yeah, and yeah. put in the no, basic I've seen, I've seen this so, so many times. And, yeah. I, and what I liked about what she did was, the area that she moved from, I'd say she's probably about a half a mile away. So she's still in her community. And she's getting on an age, but she's quit. It's but the see, yeah, but, yeah, but this is the problem, Morris, as yeah. Agnes pointed it out, that yeah. y- if you want to move Mary out of Inglis, right, uh, yeah. who's been there for 40 years, all her kids have moved on, maybe her husband It'll has passed her. away. Well, absolutely. She, she'd be It'll lonely. Yeah. yeah. Now, exactly. don't get me wrong, she might make new friends, but she'd be lonely. So you want no, to try and keep her in a community, age. but we're not building enough of those granny apartments. Yeah, why would you move them over an area where they've lived all their lives and put them into a neutral area that they know nothing about? Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. You know? Yeah, and definitely well, well, put them well, into well, a shelter accommodation where there's a warden on and they have beepers and they're safe. I mean, you look you at know? these. You look at these wonderful places in America now. I know a lot of them are privately owned and the big yeah. money, but these wonderful communities they have for the elderly, yeah. and they're just amazing. Yeah, you know they're really mean? good, and people live out their lives there in this grand. Yeah, in a smaller but house, an affordable house. Is, yeah, them, you know what they're doing now? The amount of old people that are in old folks' home. They're finding out who's in the old folks' home. They're checking in with the families. And they're renting the houses off them to put the Ukrainians in. Okay, well, I know. Because I know, the houses I, are empty. Well, I know I know the minister is fast-tracking legislation under the Fair Deal scheme to do that. Totally disorganised. It the is The biggest disorganized. mistake they made was they sold all that house stock to people 
privately, and now the landlords own them. Well, you, well you know why Dublin Corporation and the other corporations around yeah. the country, including Cork County Council, etc., did that? Because they couldn't afford to maintain them. Yeah, because they probably weren't adding up to get enough rent off them. No, no well, I mean, I mean, if you're living in a council house, you know, I mean, a lot of people take advantage. Now, a lot of people are quite independent. They'll never ring the council from the day they get the house to the day they move out of it, right? But there are a lot of people who abuse the fact they have a council house and they're constantly ringing up. My washing machine is broken. Uh, there's a crack on me wall. I, yeah. I want my ceiling painted again. So, and they're constantly getting the council out back and forward. I had one ca- guy on the air, he was a maintenance man for the council and he told me he was called out at 11 o'clock at night. You can imagine what the call charges like to change a bulb there you go and I remember you having somebody <laughs> on this program a few years ago and she got her daughter a two bedroom house or apartment and the young one went back living with the mother and she rented out the apartment rented out the apartment that's right yeah there you yeah, go yeah, so yeah. There, that's, that's what you're dealing with but genuine people that have reared their families in working class areas get the units built for them get them in somewhere where they can be safe secure you don't feel lonely you're not moving them out where they've lived all their lives they'll give back the house stock and let them live out their lives in peace and quiet and harmony. Yeah, and, and for many people out there who believe, oh God, if I move, it's going to be, I know people don't like change. It's going to be difficult. But for a lot of people, moving sometimes is the best thing that happens to them. And stay there for a second because Frank, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Frank? Afternoon, Neil. How are you? Good. Now, after your, your dad's passing, uh, your mum was in a three-bed house on her own, I believe. She was, yeah. I mean, we, there was, um, all the kids had grown up and including myself, moved on. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, dad passed then, and yeah. your mum was there for, I suppose, about 12 months on her own in a three bedroom house, which her own bedroom was downstairs. And yeah. So she, she wasn't was, using the upstairs at all? Sure, she never went up the stairs after. Like, she had no need of it, you know. It, it, yeah. still, it still gets dusty and dusty. Yeah. So she went up every so often just to. To check yeah. on us. <laughs> Give it a key. Exactly. Yeah, to make sure it was still there. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, it, it was a total and utter waste. So yeah. the council had built um, sheltered apartments behind the church in Farnley and Cork. And they offered her one of the um, one of the apartments. Okay. And she looked at it. A one bedroom apartment yeah. for herself. Yeah, affordable, easy to heat. Yeah. Uh, uh, the agreement was she'd hand back the house to the council and she'd pay the exact same rent in the apartment. Oh, well, that's a, well, that's a wonderful agreement, isn't it? Because the rent yeah. would have been reasonably low because she'd been there so long. 20 something pounds at the time. No yeah, that's right. right yeah. But, um, I, th- I think my mum and dad paid £6 a week for their house at the time. Well, mine probably <laughs> did it as a start as well. Yeah. But I mean, you know something, I honestly believe it probably added five to ten years to her life. Mm. Yeah, and you know what's wonderful about that is it gives an opportunity, although, okay, they're subsidising the rent for your mother to move into the, the apartment because apartments, of course, normally cost a lot more. But the great thing about it is it makes that house available then for somebody else, for, for a family. family. Yeah. And, and, no. there, and there's another piece of history, another story starting yeah. all over again with a new family yeah. in that house. No, no, Niall, the only thing I will say, okay. and it's typical here in Cork, especially with Cork City Council, mm. My my home, my mother's home, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Three bedroom. It took eighteen months oh, for damn. that for that to be reallocated. And what did they have to rip the whole inside and start all over again? Not at all. They just boarded it up. They just so they boarded it up, and it took them eighteen months to allocate this to somebody. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Oh, there's a waste. Oh, Why but does it take eighteen months to allocate a house? Exactly. I, no, at, Did at, it need work carried out on it? No, none whatsoever. 
And my mother was a beautiful gardener. My mother was a beautiful gardener, and the gardens were perfect. And everything. And what about what about the, did it need to be rewired or anything like that? Or no, no. no. My whole fa- my, my whole family are electric. We're electricians. Oh, you're all electricians, and you have do- and, and you have dogs too. Neil, would you believe? No, there's a terrorist in the Blackpool area, Cork, at the moment. There's thirty six houses in the terrace. Okay. And there's 16 of them unoccupied and one of them has been unoccupied for five years. Yeah. So uh, so how far away is the little community she's living in now? How far away is that from her house? She was um, three, four hundred metres. Okay, well, that's great. She couldn't do much better than that. She couldn't. And as I said, it was sheltered in that they had a little, a little community centre, community hall, yeah. where people went in and played a few songs if they wanted to go. But that's or, lovely, isn't it? And you're saying you think, in your view, that she lived longer because of that? Five to ten years without a doubt, I'd Okay, say. because she was happier. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, of course she was, and got to know the neighbours. We was all different, no slagging. Yeah, new friend. Yeah, new friends, and all. I'm sure you were slagging her over the men. Neighbor. Over men, she was. She was meeting probably. Or next door neighbours, <laughs> an elderly gentleman. He used to come in for tea, and we. Oh, did her, he? <laughs> we we'd give her a slagging, saying the boyfriend and that. Yeah, like, the boyfriend. Well, so, well, stay there. Just stay there for a second. That's a lo- that's lovely to hear a story like that. Helen, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Helen? Hi, how are you now? Now, your father lives in a three-bed house on his yep. own, I assume. Yep. Yeah, okay. It's a private house. It's not It's, it's not, co- not council, council okay. Private yeah. house. Okay, but um, would he move? A, it, well, he would, but the thing is, where we live in Shannon, there is nowhere, there's no, um, like, he could he could downsize to a bungalow, which he would, but there's no accommodation. There's no, nowhere, everything's uh, the property. There's no, for older people, there isn't anywhere for them to go. And, I mean, he's, as like, he's in a community where he's known all his neighbours for years and everything, and they said, like, he is. He would be happy to stay in Shannon, but, like, they're, they're not building properties for um, older people. They're not building even affordable houses for, like, my children. My children can never afford to buy a house in this country because they, a lot of the houses are being owned by vulture funds, and there's no way uh, any... My children are going to end up living with me for the rest of my life because they'll never be able to... To buy a house in this But it's in part of the problem that we have a generation of people over the age of 60, um, yeah. a lot of them living in houses that are too big for them. Yeah, and, and, and if we started to invest in you know these small communities that Frank yeah. has been talking about, that his mam changed her life, and if we yeah. invested in those kind of communities in every area, that would free up so many houses for your son to purchase. Yeah, and it would do. But the, where, first of all, there's no land. And then it, it's planning permission is the problem. And then, ah, we and can fast to, track all that kind of stuff if we really need to. You know what I mean? We can. It, it, yeah, it depends. It's, there's it, no, it there's depends. no shortage of land. Oh, yeah, it's true. But like, yeah. it's when when your people when they're trying to build houses, they're building now in Shannon. The last the last year, they've built um, a lot of ha- houses for. Um, there's a lot of different nationalities in them, and there's a lot of people on the waiting list that are in our own town. The half of them didn't get housed at all, so they're bringing people in from all over the place. There's nothing being built for the elderly. Okay, and, and I would agree with you in relation to the elderly. Yes, they're, they're not they're not building enough bungalows. Like in some, I know in some countries, like in Germany, they have um, a village where it's for retirement people, and I think they have one in Limerick as well. But the houses were quite expensive, and um, it's out by UL in Limerick, and it was really expensive to buy the houses. They're not they're not making it affordable for people. To, that they can sell their house because there's, there's nothing there. Wants well, I mean, it buy. would be great if it was like Frank's situation where his mum was offered the opportunity to move out 
yeah. the same price she'd been paying her rent uh, yeah. to the council in Cork for years. Yeah. So she, basically it was subsidised. So uh, Frank, how much was her rent again, did you say? Oh, he's gone. I think it was 20 quid or something like that a week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, that, yeah. and that's what we need to be doing because they're only living on a pension anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So who can afford to live in this country? And how would you live on a pension of 220 euros a week? Mm-hmm. Um, with the cost of electricity, this, country, this government is not doing any of us any favours. And this fair deal scheme, that is a gimmick because if you sign that over in a nursing home, you're giving your house to the government. So you, people don't realise it that if they sign, look, if they. Well, oh, I think they realise it all, right? But unfortunately, they have an sign this house over that their house, when their parents die, they don't own that house. The government does. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I, I, I understand the point you're making. I think people need to obviously absolutely understand exactly what they're doing when they're signing up for any deal when they put their parents uh, obviously into a home or a nursing home towards the end of their lives. But Helen, thank you very much indeed. Helen is right, 100%. Uh, we need to focus, as well as building social housing for families, which is something we have to do, we need to focus on the older generation. Because if we focus on the older generation, we will free up housing for the younger generation. Because if we can get all those... 65-year-olds, and I'm not meaning to label you all, who were living on their own in very large houses who don't need to be there and don't want to be there. I'm not saying we kick you out, by the way, who don't want to be there. And we can build them nice accommodation like Frank's mum got. Well, then that will free up all those houses for younger people. We're not thinking straight in this country. We don't work... We just don't work things out. Uh, the number's 087-188-0008. Let me know what you think. All right, welcome back. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 188 Don't forget, you can send us a WhatsApp audio message if you want on the same number, 087-188-0008. And they kind of sound like this. Hey, you know, uh, I remember in the 80s or maybe early 90s, Dublin, Dublin County Council uh, gave a grant for people to give up their council houses. Mm-hmm and uh, money towards buying a private house, which a lot of people took took us up. Mm-hmm. Worth looking into again, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, well, I do remember they bought houses, or what should I say, they sold the houses to people. I remember my own father and mother, their house, um, back in the, would have been the 80s or the 90s, I can't remember. But at the time, when they, when they rented the house first, it was worth £1,600 back in the 60s, and they sold them to them for the £1,600 or the value of the house when they started renting at first, which is a bit bonkers. Yeah, that's what we do. Hey, Niall, I can't come on. Um, my mum, um, she lives in uh, North Strand. Um, she moved out of her uh, council uh, house about, ooh, must be two and a half years ago now. And she moved into kind of um, a purpose-built uh, kind of new build uh, just around the corner, which is suitable for her. You know, just one bedroom all on the ground. Brilliant. But her, the thing is, though, the place that she vacated, um, you could literally fit a family of five in there. Now, it was two bedrooms, but the size of the rooms downstairs, she practically lived in her kitchen. You could have made it into another two bedrooms. Easy. Absolutely easy. The rooms are huge. That place is still vacant to oh, this no. day. I think it's absolutely disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. It's all boarded up and there's no need for it. Joanne. Isn't that, isn't, John, thank you, Joanne. Isn't that the bonkers thing about it? That's the third time I think we've heard that today. The people who gave up their houses to free it up for a family moved into a smaller place and the council take years to allocate it to somebody else. Martin, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Martin? Hi, Niall. Not too bad. So, somebody's uh, not doing their job when it takes 18 months to allocate a house. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's disgraceful, really. I mean, you know, it's, it, it's about time we either rented somebody else's 
some other country's government to come and sort it out, you know. <laughs> you know just go get a, 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 a crowdfund uh, GoFundMe page. Yeah, get a GoFundMe page for a new government. <laughs> for a new government to help us out. Yeah. Like you say, it's bonkers. I mean, you know, what's the incentive for somebody sat in a council job from nine to five to shake his ass and, and actually solve a problem? I mean... Mm. You know, we, we need to in, in either incentivize these people or penalize them. Yeah, well, but, I, I believe uh, in Woodkey there, where you know the 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 offices are of the council up there in Woodkey in Dublin, that horrendous looking building. Um, I, I believe there's probably a basement down there with a map on it, and it's, and they're all walking around blindfolded, like pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> Uh, but Martin, in relation to what we do about, you know, downsizing people, because you do have to downsize people to free up larger properties. How do you do that? And how do you incentivize yeah, well, people mean, to do you, that? You, you, could, you could do it. But the, see, the thing is, is it's never going to be the panacea to the problem that we have. I mean, it's, it's, we're, we're probably talking only a five, five or seven percent touch on the whole of society in, in terms of freedom. It'll help. It would help. But the thing is, is that the, the situation that we've got at the moment is the government that we have could be more of more help in actually making sure going forward we had the housing stock, mm-hmm. you know, uh, especially on, you know, low income and social housing because basically the people that should really be in, in, in social and affordable housing have been pushed into the, into the private rental market and obviously getting the shirts lifted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and, yeah absolutely. And there's very little private housing even being built because yeah. it, realistically there are many people in social housing who shouldn't be in and don't qualify for social housing anymore. And yeah. the whole idea of social housing was, you know, it's supposed to be there for people on low income or people who have no work, yeah. uh, you know, to help them get along and get a roof over their heads and yeah. to raise yeah. their families. But then when you better yourself in life, you know, and you get a really good job, you're supposed to move mm-hmm. out Oh, well, certainly the council is supposed to charge more rent anyway, but you're supposed yeah. to move out and maybe, you know, move off to your leafy suburb or whatever it is. But people are not doing that. They're staying there for life. That was never the intention of social housing, was it? Yeah, well, there is, well in, in, in some respects, you know, I've got, I've got friends back in the UK that, that have stayed in the properties for life because, mm. you know, the job that they, 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 they had, uh, that they thought that could get them into the leafy suburb, you know, it was over and done within five years. I mean, we, we don't have that golden watch kind of career path that we once had that we could say okay once we've got x job we, we could we can we can look forward to you know paying off a mortgage for 25 years but is it you fair know, is it fair to see mary and johnny you know when all the kids have moved out in the four bedroom house you know when they're 70 years of age sitting there for another 20 years possibly well uh, is that I right mean, I, mean, I agree with you in the sense that there needs to be a good program for for helping people to downsize i mean you know, my my own grandparents downsized from their uh, uh, corporation houses. You know, when they got into the seventies and their eighties, and they couldn't actually they couldn't manage the ha- the house that they were in. Yeah, because it cost lots of heaters. Yeah, yeah you know, and and you know, you know, a few years after that, they they sadly they passed away. But mm. the thing is, is that whilst they've still got the faculties in the sixties and seventies, you know, they're at a time in life where they've 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 worked hard and 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 they've uh, paid their dues. Yeah. And they should actually be enjoying the golden years, not told to up sticks and move just because. Yeah, I know. I, get, know, I get, yeah. No, I do. I do get what you're saying. That can be a little bit tough. I've run out of time, Martin. Thank you very much indeed. Let me go to Tom as well in relation to the previous topic we were talking about. Tom, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Nan. How are you? Good. Now, Tom, in relation to this kind of idea of downsizing, you want yeah. to downsize, do you? I do, of course, yeah. It's not just older people, Martin. I, it, it, I know it's predominantly older people, but as I... I People like myself, I mean, I'm young, I'm 44, 
I'm in a position to downsize. I want to downsize, but, but, but ideally I want to build, build a smaller house basically for myself. And, and what I'd be doing so then is bringing a house onto the market, which is what, I, what I'd be doing. And but the house you're living in currently at the moment is just too big for you. So I, I, it's just myself now. I'm, 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 a, I'm a single person on my own. And it's, too, it's, it's effectively a three-bedroom house. It, it could be made into a four- or five-bedroom house because there's two extra rooms in it. Okay. Um, so it's, but look, I, I worked in the building industry for years. I know how the planning system works. I've, I've talked to numerous architects and engineers, and basically they say, look, you haven't got a hope in building another house because you, the fact you don't meet the criteria, the criteria is that you have to have a house on these. Now, the system is backwards. It's been backwards for years. It's corrupt. So, so okay, so so but when you say the system is backwards, okay, I'm not going to suggest you're wrong, by the way. There's a lot of parts yeah. of Ireland where the system is quite backwards when it comes to planning. Um, but in So if you want to build in your area, yeah. you, you, all, you have to have an existing house in the area. Is that the way it works? No, no, no. I, 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 live, I live outside Galway and I live about 15 miles outside of the city. I'm not originally from the part where I have the, where where I'm living, but ideally I'd like to live uh, or get planning in the village where I'm from. But as I said, the criteria is that you now I, I I meet a lot of the criteria. I live in the area. I'm from the area. I but I don't. I basically that house housing need is is, is the big issue. If now if I didn't have a house in my name, I'd meet the housing need. But even even if you met the housing need. There's still a long list of criteria that have to, you have to meet. You have to prove that you went to school in the area. Now, I can do all that. I have no problem. Uh, but okay, are, we, are we not? I, I know they do that in Wicklow and places like that as well. Are we not, are we not past that point? Oh, you know, we're not now. Absolutely. You'd, you'd no, imagine. No, no. So that's a, it's a bit of kind of, that's very old school thinking, isn't it? No, it's backwards. It's backwards. Well, no, it is backwards. I, it's backwards. No, I, no, I understand the purpose was that how far it was in rural Ireland. They didn't want blow-ins. And, and that was the kind of purpose of that. Yeah. But that, that, that's still, no, not, that is still the way it is, Niall. I know, I know numerous people that, that have gone for planning. They've been put through the ringer for planning. And effectively what it is, Niall, it's a money-making racket. Because I, I, I know the amount of people I know that have had to apply for planning and reapply. And when you go for planning permission on a piece of ground, Niall, it costs you a minimum of between five and 6000 depending where you're where you're, uh, the area yeah, you've got to get your architect, you've got to get your surveyor, yeah. you've got to get all that done, yeah. And, and, and this is how archaic the system is now, and I tell you, and if, if you have all that criteria, Matt, and you have it all submitted in, it would only take one little, small, one small little piece of paperwork to be missing for them to turn around to that person and say, look, we're rejecting you of this, uh, the fact that you've uh, failed to cross the T or dot an I on a piece of paper. We're, we're, we're sending the whole application back out to you again. That, that is how our, our cake the system is now. <laughs> so you, you want to build yourself a small little house, somewhere uh, suitable for yourself, single yeah, man. A, a nice little two-bed two house, you know. Yeah. I, I, I want to build one that's environmentally friendly as well. I, I want to do all that kind of stuff, you know. So you want to do the right thing. Yeah. I want to do the right thing, and I want to, you know... Uh, everything to do with the environment, environmentally friendly. I'm, I'm happy yeah. to do all that. A rating, the whole lot, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Solar panels hanging out of your, you know what? The whole, the whole <laughs> yeah. shebang, the whole shebang. Yeah. <laughs> Heat transfer, you name it, you want. Oh to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, but but it's not just planning now. Look, it's not just the planning issue. It's Ireland in general. It's we're, 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 look at we've come a long way, but we're still very backward in, in terms of. Yeah, we're know, still kind of dancing at the crossroads every now and again, aren't we? Again. 
We're still dancing at the crossroads, so to speak. Oh, we are. But look at that. As I said, it's, it's to keep these people in jobs as well. That's the reason they do well, it. Well, it is bureaucracy, isn't it? I mean, bureaucracy. I I still don't understand. I, I do understand it when it comes to, say, the Gweltucht areas, right? They, they, they yeah. And I understand the purpose of all that, right? Yeah, but there are, there are many parts of the country, unfortunately, where you're not allowed to move in unless, as you pointed out, you went to school in the area or your grandfather yeah. and grandmother lived in the area or all this. I mean, those days should be gone. Okay, I understand they want to have a limit on the population. They don't want to overpopulate places because they've only got a limited amount of amenities or yeah. schooling or doctors or whatever. Well, but but well, be sensible other, about it. Yeah, it'd be sensible, exactly. But the other thing about it, Nyla, think about it logically, right? For At the end of the day, look at it. If there's another house bought onto the market, that's another property tax that that person is going to pay. Yeah. You know, so... It's, it's a win-win. Well, it's one less family on the housing list, isn't it? <laughs> I mean. It's one less, it's exactly, it's one less family on the housing list. It's, it's more taxes being paid in terms of property tax, you know, all, all the supplies that have to be supplied for this building. It's, it's a win-win for the government. Yeah, I can't see why not. Tom, listen, thank you for raising the issue. Absolutely, you're 100% right. I couldn't agree with you more. Tom just wants to build himself a little two-bed house so he can sell off the other one uh, and somebody else could use it who needs it. Anyway, he's 100% right. It's an awful shame we just don't join the dots in this country. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.